Are we rolling, Toledo? Oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't want to miss this stuff. Yeah, this is gold. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. I got to tell you that uh, I don't. I don't know what you've been hearing, but um, I've been getting a lot of people who really enjoy John Madden docking talk. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you don't get that anywhere else. No, you're not going to turn on the TV and go. You know, true true value has not been replaced by docking. Although <laughs> true value, you mean Ace Hardware? Or Ace Hardware. Ace, Sorry, that's right. True was, value is uh, Summerall. Summerall did that. Tell yeah. them Pat Summerall sent you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you love to dock. <laughs> If Summerall got involved, I just realized where this show's going, <laughs> where you take it. I I don't know. Them. I don't know. I yeah. Listen, How is it my fault all the time because when people start acting like dicks. Uh, why is it always like? See, when you got here, I started saying terrible stuff. No, I why? Because it's, it's what I want to be. But that's I think it's been my life. Everywhere I go, people are like see when you're around. I, I called my mother a cunt. But like, why in the world did I have anything to do with that? I think it's because you have no inhibitions, and it opens other people up, and they see how free you are. Yes. So, no, I really think that's what it is. You think? And no matter how dirty or evil I get, no, I guess because a couple times I have grossed you out. You have, several times. Yeah. I'm not what you think I am. I have feelings. God damn it. No, I don't really believe that. I don't either. I don't. Yeah, I tried to spell that. No. Even I was like, you need to fess up. Yeah. I look at you and I go, (laughs) you're Joker times five. (laughs) That guy was normal. Yeah. I I kept watching that going, what's the problem? What's wrong? It seems seems, like he's got it together. Doesn't seem like he's. uh, Yeah. He didn't kill the midget. I mean, he's got something going inside of him. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nice man deep down if you treat him right. Yeah. Let me put my keys down. No, yeah. I don't want you to have those during the show. Well, they were stabbing me in the leg. Is that what yeah. was happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great start. It's a great start. Killer. Oh, I got to tell you before we even get started. Oh, no, we've started. Oh, I was just going to. No, I'm just trying. I'm trying to get to 45 without thinking. <laughs> Minutes? At least. At least. At least. At least. At yeast. Is it a Dutch 45 we're going after? Uh, at yeast. At yeast. At yeast. Just a Dutch 45. So we My want. name is Gerich. Cheech Gooch. Uh, on my as I parked the car, my phone. Uh, this is where I live now in the world of 2021 plus funny. As as I parked my car, my phone alert came on, and it said NBA superstar. Oh, did you get it yet? The thing NBA superstar under heat for uh, his comparison of women to the Georgia Bulldog. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I got to click on that. What happened? Well, Charles Barkley evidently said. That uh, wait, he was labeled NBA superstar or former former NBA, NBA superstar. Okay. Yeah, but it basically said uh, that Georgia is the only college in the world that named their mascot after the women in the state. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be outraged, but I'm dying laughing. And then they included another thing. Said it's not the first time the former legend has been in trouble. He once compared the women of San Antonio. Uh, once? Well, he said the women of San Antonio. And then in quotes, it said, Victoria's still a secret down there in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing about him is that you'll never be funnier than Charles Barkley. No. He's like, he's under heat for saying that the women of Georgia. He went to Auburn. He hates Georgia. Right. Like, he wants Georgia to, to know you are my college rival. I will make fun of you at all costs. I literally don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. And he- it, that's the person who's free. He's freeing. He's the one you sit by. And get I think you're similar to that, though. Well, I do think. Uh, I, and basketball skill, but maybe not as a person. Do you think you could take him? Right now? In a fight. Uh, you know, I think I could beat him up. Do you, you think I you think could, I could beat Charles up. I think he'd be slow. I think I have his number. You think I could you, fight him? No. You know, he wouldn't fight me. 
No. He, why he's, would he? He's slow. He's nothing to win there. But he is, I mean, other than to prove my manhood against this guy talking about me. That's crazy. Uh, I would fight him for you, fun. I've only got one good arm right now, and I'd still fight him. Wow, you're the third Paul brother. Uh, yeah, pretty much, right? You put a podcast in front of somebody who's got some training, and we think we're pros. It's, uh, I would fight Charles Barkley. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I still, I, I wouldn't play him in basketball even still no, this day. You don't think so? No. Not even. Uh, he just horse too many. Uh, Why would you? Mm-mm. Wait a second. You fight him before you would fight him before you play him in basketball. I think in basketball you he's got too many tricks up his sleeve. He doesn't need in to, basketball. Yeah, you get too many little little tiny moves that would go. Uh, I played uh, for the team against the Globetrotters once. I was on the the Washington Generals. Well, it wasn't the Generals. It was Mar- Meadowlark Lemon started a new thing called the Harlem All Stars when he was mad at the Globetrotters. <laughs> so me and a bunch of uh, former uh, well, there was for, his team had Robert Parrish, AC Green. Uh, a bunch of like globe trotters. Well, you're like wait, way. you're like the Phoenix Privates. So yeah, wait. The thing about that, <laughs> I don't know what we were. <laughs> the Phoenix Privates. We were the Privates. Flash. <laughs> ah. Well, that was the thing. Metalark hands me a ball. Says, "All right, man. We go out when they when they yell your names. You go out and run out. Shoot this ball from half court, and it'll be great." And I'm like, "All right, I'll do it." I'll Just for you him. Made it. Well, no, it was. It had a lopsided thing in it. I didn't know that. So it had like weight on one side. So when you shoot it, it just wobbles off into the air. <laughs> it was all designed, and you know, part of the show. Tip my cap. I didn't know he was going to do that. I was actually going to try to make it, and I shot it, and it was like 15 feet to the right. (laughs) Did you not realize the water was going to be confetti, too? Uh, I knew that part. I knew that was coming. But, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever seen the wobble ball. The wobble ball is a pretty cool thing, and it doesn't wobble. It goes in the air normal, but when you bounce it, you realize something's wrong with this. It weebles and it wobbles, (laughs) but it don't fall down just like me. And the women of San Antonio. <laughs> so I shot that. But I played against Robert Parrish and I boxed him out once. And I, I moved him. And I'm like, what? And I got a, a rebound. It fell to my left hand. And he told me on our walk back up the court, that's not going to happen again. And I'm like, what? And he goes, all right. And that's all. Those are the words Robert Parrish said to me. And from every point after that, his finger would slowly move me out of the way. These weird hand tricks. And little hip oh yeah bumps. yeah and 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 he was an old broken down man and he played with Bird yeah. too and Bird and, oh, did all cheated. that stuff but he didn't have to he had little tricks that would just balance you wrong and then he'd have the ball and look at you and wink and it's like man that and so that's why I wouldn't play Charles even now I wonder if uh, professional athletes if they trained in martial arts would learn more about pressure points I don't think they have to you think they already I, well there's certain already I think well Robert Parrish I think. I think he did train in martial arts, didn't he? he Maybe Kareem together. I don't know, but it was weird because his hand would hit me, and I would like lunge, like ah, like it just it sends shockwaves. Half, well, you? no, because he'd hit like points, like my back. You're like, oh, that giant hand just hit a thing in my spine. How big was his hand? As big as my back. I know that it was from <laughs> my from my neck to my hip. Every I time. love that you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> nope, it was as big as my back. Because when he'd touch me on the back, I'd be like ah, and then I'd start to wonder how am I assigned Robert Parrish? I'm six feet tall. He's he's seven feet, the chief, but his knees were terrible. So he, I think he wanted somebody that was like he's not going to push too. Hard. How big were the other guys on your team? Uh, we were. It was well, the team. Was, I was just a throw in. The team was uh, like a YMCA superstar team. They had some players. Oh, oh, we had some. Wait, players, why, no kidding. You're, you're bragging about the YMCA yes, superstar team. First quarter, guys with towels around their necks. Yes, and headbands, and it was yeah. First set quarter, shot, Buford. First quarter is for the show. Mm-hmm. Second quarter is for play, so you put your best five, and then 
the oh, really? Harlem team puts there's... out oh. their team. We beat them like nineteen sixteen in the second quarter with our guys. No. They were good because the Harlem All Stars were a bunch of dudes who couldn't like they drug tested out of the Globetrotters. Like they, oh. they were good athletes, but they just but they were still the Harlem. They didn't care. There was a lot of Harlem involved. Yes, right. But I mean, but it, it's funny to me good. that they. They didn't even try to be from another city like the New York. Yeah, that was kind of. It was stupid. just yeah, it was Harlem All Stars stolen the city. Yeah, it could have been like the Watts All Stars or yeah. something. you know, like another. It was the Harlem All Stars and Metal Arc was there and Curly Neal was on the. He couldn't walk anymore, but he was standing on the sideline. Oh, so you were playing sitting them, on the side. You were p- playing them at the end of well, Indiana I didn't play Jones that. And Last Crusade. <laughs> yes, but there was you a chose poorly. There was a guy called Skywalker, not Kenny Skywalker, but Skywalker was his name, and he. I was back in transition after a steal, and I was the only one left between Skywalker and the basket, and he gives me huge eyes and goes, move, and he's dribbling, <laughs> and I start to move, and before I could like get all the way out of the way, his knees and feet were next to my head as he just, uh, he would have jumped over me, no problem, and leapt over and dunked, and it was like from just a, maybe a smidge inside the free throw line and i'm like i am so incredibly out of my element here these guys and they didn't care they didn't you don't care. realize how great a professional athlete is until you, you do stuff around. with them yeah because i played uh i used to ref these basketball games i used to work at an indoor baseball softball place in um right outside of milwaukee um miller park yes wow that's a pretty yeah, nice no, indoor Walwat- outdoor facility yeah Wal- Walwatos, Wisconsin, was, it was actually mike hegan's place who used to play for the Indians and the Brewers, his dad was Jim Hegan, who was catcher for the A's. But wow. like some Brewers would come in and do workouts. Craig Council used to. Oh, yeah. uh, my brother used to throw him batting practice all the time. And I, I gave him the batting stances. Nice. So, yeah. I, you know, I, it's my contribution to Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, but Latrell Sprewell would come in with his brother. His brother came in all the time. And then Latrell came in one time. And I tried to dribble. And he just reached around yeah. me and do it. poked the ball away. Like, I had no idea. At 5'6", he's probably 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and just long, long arms and yeah. just... It was easy. I had, yeah, oh, yeah. It's like he's what giggling. You know. He's yeah. giggling as he does it. And then he doesn't have to bend his legs to jump, which I didn't understand. It's just some, <laughs> ty- just some type of... Like, it was like the floor would bounce him yeah. up. Like <laughs> He was he, being pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, so, like, he had some type of gravitational shoes yeah. that were pulling him to... The floor, and he just press a button. Like it was his fingers, and he could put his fingers, finger, and, and thumb together, and he would levitate rapidly. Yes. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I've seen it now. Kenny Skywalker, or not Kenny Skywalker, Skywalker jumped up. Let's call him uh, Lenny Skywalker. Lenny Skywalker. Lenny Skywalker. Yeah. I don't like know. A, his... Like a twin in any sitcom. It's got to be the same first name that rhymes. Right. It's got to rhyme. I will tell you this they were all high as a kite. The entire team. And I don't believe that. Uh, I look, just have a problem. Jim. Not a performance enhancing drug. I think you're just trying drug. to make people. No, it smelled very strong of, of I can't see that being. And uh, Maybe it's the YMCA guys. I don't know. But there was a lot of pots. Well, I could see the YMCA I could see guys having their own smell. <laughs> they did smell a little bit locker roomy. Yeah. And bad socks, which is pot. But uh, it was an interesting thing. But you're right. Getting in there with a pro athlete and doing stuff. I played that. I, told, I talked about that on this podcast that time. I played in that charity basketball game with Michael Irvin. And he got mad because Anquan Bolden and Josh McCown were athletically superior at that point. Yeah. And Michael started to steal the ball from his own team <laughs> so he could have it. <laughs> he stood next to me. Give me that ball. I'm like, we're on the same team. Give me that. And he would take it out of your hands. You're like, fine. And then he'd shoot it and hit it in every shot. I'm 40 years old. 
Can't stop Michael Irvin. Was he going to his own like his own basket, or was he going to the correct basket? Uh, he got like that he would right. score for the other team. Well, Bolden and Josh McCown, who I've said before, is the most athletic person I've ever watched. Do McCown, anything. yeah, it was weird how he was windmill dunking and stuff in the game. Really, three sixty in the game. Like I don't even know how you find time to see that. But he was, and then Bolden was trying to match him, and I don't think he could. But he was good. McCown was. You unreal. talked about this before. Well, way back when. Okay. And then, uh, and then Michael got upset because he was getting shown up. Right. I don't remember yeah. you talking about McCown doing windmill dunks. Because he looks like a robot man. He's not. Just well, maybe now, but this was two thousand four, and I mean, that's right after he was drafted. Oh, he was. He had those shoes that the gravity thing. I mean, yeah. When, you don't understand. Uh, people don't, if you you watch on TV first of all or even watch them on a court right. far enough away, you you don't understand the the no. level of ability. Well, just watch the WNBA and you'll realize how different things actually are <laughs> when it comes to what athletes look like versus people who are just playing the game. I played catch with a couple of Brewers. Yeah. Oh, uh, years back and I didn't even understand when no. the ball was coming out. Steve Berline threw a football to me once and i always thought i could throw a football pretty good like i'm i got good pop on it effortlessly <laughs> made that noise when it whipped through the air. i'm like what was that was like 15 yards <laughs> and it hit my hands and popped like a ball hitting a glove like, what? that is a throw i remember doing a promo with terry bradshaw and he must have been in his late 50s 60s at that point and he just grabbed the ball. His hands were yeah, huge. covering the ball, and he just could. Yeah, it, it just effort. no effort was. It. Hey, hey, come here, Bumble Hands. <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> and he just would throw it to everybody. He, oh, I, he right between. He aimed and hit right between Michael Strahan's teeth. It was unbelievable. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. And he got stuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. R- right they... in there. And see, that's what I didn't know. That TV makes it look like pretty normal, but evidently he's so big. Michael that that Strahan is, is football. Size. His uh, head is actually three feet wide. I didn't know. And that. the gap is a full football. Man, it's like it's not like a basketball hoop where you can fit two of them in. You can just you know like a basketball hoop. The width is for two, two basketballs, basketball. unless you're at some type of county fair or right. something. Then it's less than one. <laughs> I don't think it can be less. Um, they show you it going through. <laughs> they show you his air ball. Is that a demonstration ball? Yeah. Uh-huh. The Michael Irvin ball. <laughs> I show you. Give me that ball. Beast mode. That was even before beast mode existed. He went into it. He, he created He beast created it that It just happened. At Dale Hellestray's uh, charity basketball event. So much of your life has been helped by Dale Hellestray. Helped? Awkward. I'm having drinks with him later today. Though. Are you? to come, yeah. Former long snapper of the three, three-time world champion long snapper. That's a, that's a skill, man. 17 years in the NFL. How big was he? I've seen long snappers that aren't even that... Heavy that you Dale's think they'd big. be the same size as all linemen, but they're not always. No, he was a lineman too. So Dale was running around three hundred pounds playing. And how tall is he? Six five? About six six, yeah. He's a big man. I wanna just be lumbering individual too. I just want to be average height. He walks like gravity's pulling him through the earth and he's fighting it. And also that he's on a boat. If he was on a, Wait a, second. a double a, gravity I, boat. I didn't listen to the first okay. half, and then I heard the second half. <laughs> oh, and I it's, tried ri- to go it's back rickety. Back. It's right. Am I right? Oh. It's double it's gravity rickety. boat walk. If the, I, I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm getting it. Yeah, okay. And, and, and you can actually hear the creaks. Yes. <laughs> on a cement floor. Like, I don't know how he does it. Like, no, those are the bones. <laughs> oh, that's The him. bones crunching. Yeah. I have that with my knee where it just goes. Grinds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. But, yeah, you're right. When you get around pro athletes, uh, it's usually – 
like, oh, this is different. Yeah, you understand that we, we've yeah. never had a chance. I told you that I tried out for the Cubs in the strike season on a whim. Because they had open Yeah, think about that. Oh. And you see these guys who are like 28 years old, 29, and they haven't been able to break in. And they're, and they're pitching, and the stuff they're doing is they're, – they're magicians. It's wizard stuff. The ball is doing things. You're like, well, they, nobody can hit that, right? And I'm like, oh, everybody can hit it. That's why I can't get in. Like that ball is dancing and, and just falling off the planet. It's just, it, do, it, it did things that nobody could make it do. And I'm standing out there just throwing hard like I got no chance to. I, and you I would hit 90, that. right? I was in the 90s, but it was just for a period of time, and it was all I had to do. Uh, everything I had was to just hump up and throw 90. And that was it. And these guys are doing 87, and it's moving. Right. And they, and they showed no effort. Could they place the ball, though? Oh, they were magnificent. I mean, we're just doing warm up. We weren't pitching anybody, but, like, you're just standing there and oh. throw. And they were looking at mechanics and things. I had none. But I got pumped up. I got a couple of shots in the 90s. And then they started to work a little in the mechanics. They're not going to waste your time anymore. And then these guys standing next to me. I, I, because they were going to field a team for spring. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a movie. Yeah, we were going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, me, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. I think Gene Hackman was the coach. Here we go. Yeah, Me, the six-foot bald guy who throws as hard as he can. We need four good pitches. That was all I could do. You got it, Keanu. Can't go below 55 miles per hour. <laughs> or the stadium explodes. Or the stadium blows up. <laughs> the ball needs to be in constant motion at 55. But yeah, Dennis I, Hopper is the umpire. Tell you, man. Look out, man. I forgot what Dennis Hopper did in that movie. He just he was the he bad just guy. He made right? calls, That's right? That's it. He phone calls. I just, what a great role that had to be. I know. I could take it. Filming in a, in a side room. That's when I that movie that I did, which if it, I don't remember what it was called, uh, the comebacks. The comebacks. I, I, they put me on a green screen. I shot for a day, and then they used me in the promos because I was doing Al Michaels and John yeah. Madden for the championship game. And that's legal to do what? Like to do what you did. They weren't selling any product. You can do oh. something like that. I was wondering about that because in that you are doing those people. Yeah, it's just it's parody at yeah. that point. So right. it's it's it. The Joe, it was like a naked gun type of yeah. movie. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I've never even seen the You haven't? Oh, it's. I heard that my brother said he went to the, see it in the movie theaters just because I was in it. Yeah. And he said the timing was weird. They had a great idea. They wanted it to be really about story. Yeah. But the studio wanted it to be as slapsticky as possible. It's that. So. It's mostly that. Yeah. But so, it's funny in spots. But you're, I think he's right. I think the timing's like, what? Just. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like there are beats for laughs that weren't there. Right. Like there was no laugh there. And then stuff that was supposed to stop goes. It's a weird movie. You should be proud. I am. It's the only thing. I think it's the only one I've done until now. I just, Rob Schneider called me the other day. Oh, yeah. I told you. I said, you should get it. You're like, it's it's below me. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm not. (laughs) I'm just Bigelow 4. What is it? It's a movie about him and his, his daughter. And I don't know what I'm supposed like a to documentary say. or no 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 they're, it's a it's a movie they're making on their own they got a an investor and they're I don't even know where it's going yet but it was it's cool because I'd never met him before yeah uh, I I guess I'd fooled him as John Madden twenty years ago or something on an L A sports radio station he was yeah. in Amsterdam uh, God knows what was coursing through he remembers it he kind of did oh. um, well he did because he he was like he felt like swindled by it. Uh, he felt bad that he was um, confused by it. And I was like, I don't even remember this. Yeah. But I go and he tells me to come down. He's like, got to come down. you got to come down. And so I go down there and he doesn't recognize me. <laughs> so I pulled on the mask. I go, it's Caliendo. He's like, oh, I think he was expecting me to be fatter or something. Yeah. 
So it's actually a great thing to have people expect. I'm just hoping that's what it was. That's a it fantastic might have been shorter hope. too. Like yeah. expect me, you know, like Kevin James is like five eight or something yeah. like that. You yeah. think some of these guys are He's really tiny. big? Yeah. But uh, Farley was five eight. I think was he? Well, yeah. I yeah. thought he was huge. Yeah, you you think he was six two, six five? I didn't know that somewhere around there because he was so big. But you know, he's like five eight, five nine. Um, so I just have a little part in there, and uh, I went down and uh, and talked to him for a little bit. They were they were really busy, and they were yeah. shooting at a mansion at, here in town in Paradise Valley. No kidding. Uh, yeah, John Cleese is in it. I just missed. Yeah, John Cleese. Cleese was here. Doing, uh, he, you know, he's a huge, we talked about that, right? He's a Utah jazz fan. Yeah. It's the strangest thing in the world. His daughter's doing comedy here in the Valley. Yeah. And he's, I didn't meet Cleese. I, just, I wanted to. Oh, that would have been incredible. Uh, come on. Yeah. We we would have been the new Monty Python. Oh, Me, you. Cleese. And Cleese. The old new Monty Python. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I would have. Uh, Monty Cobra. He's got to hate it, though. Um, he, hate People what? People wandering up to him. Look at the bones. Just garbage like that. Just constantly. Qu- He's the most quotable person in the world. Yeah. I don't think I would do that to him, but if anything came up, oh, it would be uh, incredible. I don't, I, I don't know. Again. Cleese is in the movie. Rob Schneider put together a movie and John Cleese is in it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. don't know how that happened. Yeah. So they, it's it's got a – I'm doing almost nothing in it, but I was like, absolutely. They, I was doing some uh, like uh, – TikTok live or something, and yeah. I got a text from Amy. Yeah, uh, makeup, makeup Amy, and uh, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, A E Amy Domi. It's not Annie. No, it's Amy. Amy. biography. We have we have a girl at work whose name is Amy, but it's Amy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. She's just wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong. A M double E. She's wrong. Stop. I agree. Stop. Don't do it. Agree. Don't do it. So the movie is you, like they just called you and said we. Think yeah, I just got Cantor. You know, is in it too. He's uh, elderly man. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> and so it's I. I don't know. It'll be pretty cool. It's um, what's it called? You know. Uh, yeah, but I don't know what I'm supposed to say about it or anything. I don't know. It might you be like Marvel, where you're not allowed to. Like, mm, I'm pretty sure the Rob Schneider movie doesn't. No, I don't want to listen. I. I haven't signed it yet, but I'm sure I will have to mm-hmm. sign. You just agreed to do something. Same as I come here. Like I just show up and do stuff. Yeah, but nobody cares. I know. That's somebody's going <laughs> to care. break it somebody's to you. He was really good. And it had, I watched a little bit of it, and I watched, um, and I'm like, here, I asked them what the tone was, and they're like, well, I'm not sure. I go, it's kind of elf tone, like the movie Elf, yeah. where it's got a lot of heart and right. some big things happen. His daughter's a really good little actress, too. Elk, his daughter. King, the singer? Um, or has he got another one? Uh no, they, they, she's young. She's mm. she's young. She must be ten. Because his daughter's a singer, like a really good one, pop singer. She's got yeah big hits. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of talent in his sperm. Apparently, Ugh. yeah. Come on, I didn't do that. <laughs> Making <either>. copies. <laughs> Making sperm. <laughs> Making babies. Zygo. <laughs> Zygoterra. <laughs> so he, you met. I don't. He was on our show once, and I don't think he liked me from the beginning. And so he sat quietly in the corner, like after we introduced each other, while we waited. I he think that he read phone. the paper. Yeah, he read the newspaper. He's very serious. Yeah, he's I like watching him. It was like watching. He he was directing too. Oh. so watching him, he he was walking around. He just walked around like a director, focused. I think he's way smarter than maybe, but I wouldn't know because he didn't talk to me. And that whole time he sat in the studio, he read the paper, and I was like, "You need anything?" Or Mm-mm. I'm like, "All right, well, this is going to be hard." And then we got on the air, and he was fine. 
But I just don't. I just think it's. Look, I understand that completely from a comedian or celebrity's aspect of sitting in a radio. Studio. I think they hate. But they hate us because they don't know who you are. Wow. We, you go into sense. so many radio stations and you just generalize, like you with comedians. Well, you get a comedian in, you're going. Please have something. Yeah, Please oh, yeah. don't do jokes. Don't ask me to do setups. Very just true. talk. And I've had I've had people that there was a San Francisco radio station. I don't remember. It was Alice in radio. Yeah. Their their guy wouldn't have me on because I did too many bits, and uh, that's what I was told. I was too bitty. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I, I I did do at the time, but it was what worked and sold tickets. I would go into little pieces of my act, sure. but I could talk around it too. Yeah, yeah. And I could always do you know whatever impression I wanted to, and make. Uh, you know, tie it into current events right. or what you know, John Madden describing something happening locally, whatever right. you know. The <laughs> rain, I guess I can't do it. You can't do it. No. I, we'll I was right trying back. to think of something to, that we were just throwing a trolley or five, the bridge. Five or six things came into my head that I was like, I can't say any of these. San Francisco, gay trolley bridge, boom. I did, yeah, three. and all of them were I, that's pretty much what came to my mind. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. Don't worry about it. Now you go to that? No, I realized the guy was right. <laughs> yeah, he had a good advice to start that song. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Is he doing Ice Ice Baby as John Madden? Yeah, I think I was right work. not to have him on. He should have just read the paper. That is a little bitty, but I'd listen to it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. I would but have, you should Hey, have. let's do some docking. It's better than your rain thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught up in the middle thing. I got, and I started to get, here's what actually happened. I got nervous. Yeah. That I didn't have anything. I didn't. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have started this, yeah. and I'm just going to prove the point. <laughs> by, by grinding it down to nothing. Oh, yeah. Make it nothing. Make it nothing and let you save it. Make it me. nothing. It's hard to bomb. It's easy to kill. No. I like to, what I like to do, this is, and this is, this is the, my whole career, screw something up. Make it look like you have something. Yeah. Screw it up, and then talk about how bad you were at it. Right. And it's, then, great, it's a great hour. It? It's an hour's worth of stuff. Oh, yeah. Why do you think I, don't, I, I do this every other week now? People catch on. So you were you're too bitty for radio in San Francisco. Yeah, I was. But I don't even know what San Francisco radio is like. Uh, so safe. Uh, no, no, no. It was re- at the time. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what because I, I didn't listen to any of them. So there was that station, which was alternative rocky kind of deal. Yeah, <laughs> alternative rocky. I'm still. Were you on the bone or were you on live 101? The bone, the bone, hugely jokey. Yeah. Um, great guys. I've known those guys, Lamont and Tonelli. I've known those guys. How are we abandoning from- alternative rocky so quickly? Uh, who, who asked questions in the middle of the sorry. of alternative rocky? What the. F- <laughs> Honestly, alternative Rocky happened. Were you on this or that? They really, you just stepped on alternative yes, Rocky. I got kick the lizard. Yo, you know, I had to tell you, Radiohead's coming to town, and I'm all excited because I love creep so much, you know. And then we got tickets. <laughs> Call 260 <laughs> Hey, yo, you know, Paulie, you like radio. Uh, you know, it's going to make it happen. You know I love him, Rock. We're going, right? Come on, Rock. <laughs> Radiohead is the greatest band of all time. <laughs> hey, yo, you know, Apollo, we don't want to come in here doing alternative stuff. We don't fool nobody. I pity the fool <laughs> who doesn't listen to Creed. We'll be right back with more alternative Rocky. <laughs> Imagine Dragons and, and Rocky Balboa. So, you know, tell me about your latest album. 
<laughs> he's trying to relate. I think he'd do it too because he's got a really young wife. So I think Sylvester Stallone would try, you know, she likes to you know a lot of alternative stuff. He I'm really a, does. Yeah, she's pretty good, you know. <laughs> you know, we both like, hey, Buckus, hey. With my dog in the studio. <laughs> alternative Rocky. All right. Now ask your stupid question. I loved Alternative uh, Rocky for a I'm second. I'm trying to think of who else was, uh, what else? There was another one. There was some weird station that was all um, like the <laughs> unpopular songs from albums kind of a thing. Like it was, yeah, alternative stations. It, no, it was, but it was more classic rock. Oh, yeah, the deep Peter Frampton-y kind yeah. of like stuff that you go. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that. It's called AOR. It's a, a, a they they used to do Triple um, A. It's called in radio, and it's these. It's for music snobs. We're like, oh, you yes, like them. That's exactly. Here's their twelfth song. No one's ever. It's all the music that you didn't like on the album, and you're being told why you were wrong for not liking. It. Yes, yeah. they're awful people. But that's who what everybody was listening to no. because it would sell a ton of. T- I'd oh, go you don't want like, that audience. Oh no, I did. I just really their money. You just took money. Their money. Oh, goes. he's doing Madden again. Oh, I like when he does impressions of like Bill Macy. <laughs> Like they want alternative impressions, and not the one you know, the one from Maud. <laughs> and not William H. Ugh, anyone can do if that. If he does alternative Rocky, do <laughs> Bert Convey or else near the end. <laughs> the tumor guy when his brain well, he couldn't working. remember. Right. <laughs> yeah, alternative audience would be the worst. But yeah, I, you can't. Uh, it's starting to, you know what? I didn't put it together. Yeah. That's but that's right. what it was like. There was a lot of, when I would do a bit, they'd be like, oh. Oh, great. I just, Jeff Goldblum's got a brother. That's like, what? I know him. You don't sound like Jeff or him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be a worst audience of all time. And you played to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I There were some times where San Francisco was fun. But then you mix them in with the bone audience, and they're just like, Dick Joke! Dick Joke! <laughs> Dick Joke! Ah! Like they literally laugh like Animal from the Muppets, like, Ah, we're a man! <laughs> and shout Dick Joke. Oh, like that's how on the nose it was. <laughs> it was literally, that's literally. They call was, for it. It was comedy docking. <laughs> I have to bring it back. It was just ah. so you got to try to please both sides of that audience. Oh yeah, and they would fight in the parking lot afterward. And you know who won? Not us. <laughs> Here's a guy who's trying to decide between Pinot Noir and Merlot. Also, you can shit in the streets here. Dick Joe. Yeah. He's hitting all the bases. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's incredible. It's Madden and Wine Country, and also shitting in the streets. <laughs> San Fran, San, which oh, unbelievable! Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I did not have a ton of fun performing in San Francisco. They had a big room, so you could make a decent amount of money, four hundred plus people, and do a bunch of shows. Yeah, but then you know, the the last time I was out there, I went there on a Thursday night, and like there were two hundred people there in a four hundred seat room, uh. and. Uh, Somebody came up to me and was like, I can't believe you got this many people in here on a Thursday. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, they don't even really do shows on those days. Really? It's like, okay, because I thought this sucked. Right. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's not even sold out. It's, you know, it's one show for the, you know, the week. Um, But, yeah, they're like, nobody comes out on weekdays here. No kidding. Unless it's a huge, huge name, you know. Yeah. What is like the like the burden you have in certain cities is to go in and know a little bit. Comedians always come here to Phoenix and they're like, Oh, this weather and 
and the audience appeases it, which is weird. I, see, I have no interest in it because I figure everybody's going to do that everywhere they right. go. If you're, I remember hearing Conan O'Brien when he went on a uh, a tour and would talk local stuff at the beginning up top. But that's Conan O'Brien right. doing it. Because the guy from TV that you know from every night seeing on TV, if Jay Leno comes to your town like, hey, yeah. what's, the, what's going on here with the right. Salt Lake, Salt River? <laughs> is it Salt Lake or Salt River? Which is it? Are they at the lake up top? Is it, the, you know, the, I hear yeah. that the Mormons actually come down from the Salt Lake <laughs> into the Salt River. That's really <laughs> Yeah, can you actually do, 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 do you take your potato chips and dip them in the Salt <laughs> River? Is that what they do? <laughs> yes, Jay. Um, I have no interest. Jay Leno in- did that. That would be a little too localized. You think so? Too focused on the Salt River. Well, they, you know. <laughs> the whole they have a whole project for it. You know? <laughs> have you heard about the the Salt River comedy project? Yeah, it's pretty good. Huh? Letterman doesn't do that. You just know he's at the office. Give me a reference. Something in town. The Salt River. Okay, I'll just work for some hours. SRP. Huh? I've heard of uh, CPR, but SRP. Let's get to Sky Harbor. I don't see any harbors in the Salt River. And- What's the deal with this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but so you don't—you never felt the burden of going to San Francisco and impressing them with the because the audiences are weird about that. A, a rock band screams the city name, and we scream like we just realized we were there too. And I don't understand that. It's, I never liked that. I think it's I all hate stupid. It. It's crap. But it's funny that I've fallen into it every time. I was like, "How are you doing tonight, Phoenix?" <laughs> The crowd goes nuts. Like, they knew they were coming. It's on the back of the printed shirt that you spent $80 on. They knew they were going to be here. There's no reason for you to assume they would acknowledge some other town at that point. But comedians come in, and every one of them, and I've seen so many, so it's kind of like I get it now. But the first seven to ten minutes of their act in here is the heat. And even on days it's not To me, that's just boring. Yeah. I don't – the crowd eats it. We love it because you're talking to me. Like you said, Conan O'Brien talking to you is a huge thing. But like, yeah, you, I like think you with did somebody it. super famous, it works. I think with somebody else local, it just seems like, hey, get into your act. You did it here, uh, joking, because I was in the audience once w- w- way back, and you did a joke. I think you were Madden and something, Bush, I think. I went back and forth, and you mentioned the radio station were on KUPD, and, the, and they popped. And even people who didn't listen were like, that's us. Right, you're like yeah, because you. It's proof yeah, I don't need a reference or right. two. There's always the the reference thing, but in terms of going on and on, like I'll, when I go to, uh, it's funny. The same joke will be taken completely differently in a different state. So if you go to Florida and I, I, you go to Florida, I love to visit this country. And right, say that to right. them. they're like, oh, but you do that <laughs> in Texas? They're like, you bet, you goddamn right. Yeah, you know, Woo. you know, George Bush lives down the way from here. He does. We, we, you want me to get him? Sovereignty. He's got Dick joke. He's got. <laughs> he's got a tunnel underneath his house. He does. <laughs> so sad. That was, hold on, that's almost Tommy Lee Jones. There, he got a tunnel underneath somewhere it's in. Almost there. Obama. Yeah, it's, there was Obama. Tommy Lee has a little Obama. Yeah. In He's got what? a tunnel under his house. I can't do it now. Thinking about I, hold on. i got a tunnel under his house. It's getting there. Yeah. I don't want yeah. it. because You can have it. No, I don't. It feels... It's so you. I uh, just feel overmatched. It's... Uh, I had a dream the other day. I had two dreams. Hold on. Two, 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 two dreams, dreams the other day. I'll tell you about my dream. I think it's... You just unlocked it for me. <laughs> Did I give it to It's Obama. I think it, You'll it, take it. It's a little bit. Run with it. It's... it's uh, I had two dreams about my dad last night. I had two dreams about my dad last night. Yeah, that's getting Clinton-y. Right? I found it for a second. It I, has I, I know where it, I know where it lies. Somewhere in Obama and Clinton. 
Is it? it yeah, is where Tommy is. Yeah, it's a it's a closing off of the throat, but not so much like Obama. Right. The Obama is it's here, and Clinton Clinton's loose, and in the middle is. So in the middle, it's got to let the jaw go slack. Da da da. I was doing this thing as Toledo was here. It was a breaking down. Uh, I did this. T- I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but a, a, a Morgan Freeman. Like this is really a big thing on TikTok is telling people how to do impression while right. you're not really telling. But you know how easy for somebody like you or me, Morgan Freeman, that voice actually is to get yeah. something decent. It's just a low voice. It's you all do. on the mic, too. You just, yeah. You find something deep. You just get as deep right. as you can, and then you play with it. Mm-hmm. And you can you can get something that's workable. So I just said, you just say the same words over and over and over. Ah, yes. Ah, yeah. yes. Ah, You find yes. the, the uh, kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, for, for that is the, ah, yes. And then you play with it. So that was a big thing, getting millions and millions of views. So what I was going to do is the Robert Downey Jr., which is, there's it's almost like Obama where you talk slow at the beginning mm-hmm. and speed up at the end, right? right. It's that. <laughs> it's the um, Robert Downey Jr.'s first, you start by making a list. You know, so it's, you go, <laughs> the first word or two, and then speed it up at the end. <laughs> So it's that, and but then you have to find the emphasis. It's a vocal roller coaster. And, yeah, and climb, they climb, all kind. They, yeah, they all yeah. kind of. We've talked about that before too with Doctor Phil. They're their own. Yeah. It depending on the roller coaster and how the engineers have made it. Right. You just can't fall off the roller coaster. <laughs> right. You need to make sure the centripetal force keeps you. Don't in. jump tracks. Yeah, yeah, and that um, sometimes you do. But that's uh, it, those things are really big, and people like those on on this uh, this program. Yeah, <laughs> calling us a program. <laughs> A program. I still want to get uh, Maurice LaMarche on as another. Oh, do it. I think that would be fun. Make Just listen to him break that. For people who don't know who Maurice LaMarche is, uh, Pinky and the Brain, Ugh. he was the impressionist on The Critic. Um, he's probably done more cartoon voices. He, does he do Family Guy? He's in, I don't know if he's in, Carlos Ellis Rocky does a ton, and yeah. so does he. It's, it's His are like, whoa. He's got that Orson Welles. He's so good. That Orson Welles thing. Which is perfect. which is what the brain is. It's the brain, but it yeah. was like mind blowing, and I don't think anybody watching at the time really knew. Yeah, like the kids didn't know for sure, but like it was. Oh, I did amazing impression. So did I. <laughs> I, I was like six. We're the only two. Yeah, we were a little older, but we were paying attention to Orson Welles stuff. It was pretty impressive. Um, Speaking of Orson Welles, it's Oscar weekend. Did you know that? Uh I really don't care. I don't. I was going to ask you about this too. No one knows. No one cares. Can we just go into like local radio? Yeah, we did. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's about eighty-five degrees outside. We're going to create characters based on that. Yeah. You know that? Who's going to wear the wig? I am. <laughs> uh, but I was curious because I've talked to people, uh, and we were going to do something on the on the show about it this week. I don't think anybody cares. Nomadland is the thing, right? <clears throat> I, I haven't seen. It. Have you seen any of them? No, I don't want to see any of them. They are all designed to make me feel bad. They're all politically driven to make me feel like I have to do more. That's yeah. not why I go. Did you ever watch it? Go. You know what? Maybe I'll turn on sports <laughs> oh, every time. And well, then, now and then and now and then sports is like yeah, yeah. maybe I'll turn. And now I don't want to turn anything on. Yeah. I watch old game shows. That's it. We're gonna discuss that. That's all I do now. In fact, before I came here, I was watching an old uh, match game again. Right before I left. And I all right, so go back to the. Um, but the Oscars. So they're going to. They think that the best thing to do to get the ratings up because they don't have a host anymore. Too many chances for somebody to step in it. So no jokes, no nothing. No, they're just going to introduce the the categories. People come out and say something about what an awful prick you've been the last year, Frank, because the earth's on fire and everybody's getting shot and everything else. And then they say, and then uh, best uh, screenplay. 
And then that person comes out and they tell you what a prick you are, uh, constantly going on and on about, you're a prick because you never do this and drive your car. And I'm not a prick. I'm a great person. And thanks to the academy, and they leave and then somebody else does it. And they're allowing them now 45 more seconds. Because that's forty five more seconds. Forty five more seconds. But that's gonna be forty five seconds of make middle middle America mad. Yeah. You're a prick, middle America, driving around in your you need to be like us. You need to be more you like us. I wonder how much of a carbon footprint a movie makes. Unreal. Like it's if you ridiculous. ever thought about how and I'm not saying you shouldn't make movies, I'm saying just understand the hypocrisy of how much energy goes into creating entertainment. To make money. Insane. And I'm all for it. I'm 100% for it. I, I watch now, I watch acting for the good acting and the good story, if yeah. there is, if it's there. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't, I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. the other day. I fast forward through action. I have no you interest in- You don't watch in, any of that. I don't, I got, See, that's why I don't get into those things is because I think the the showy CGI stuff bores me now. I actually some of the CGI stuff was interesting. The stuff they do with the Falcon with his wings and stuff. It was actually quite cool to see it on a TV neat. show. No matter what. But in terms of a fight, a choreographed fight, I have zero interest Same. in it. I yeah. I can't. I I, I I for some reason when I was younger, I loved to watch that. If it was Kung Fu or something like that. If you're, it'll be interesting to see in Shang Chi uh, when that movie comes out. Shang Chi. What's that? The one Ronnie Chang is in that he couldn't talk about when he was, remember oh, when he was really? in Australia? Yeah. Yes. He's in a Marvel movie. Ah! Yeah. So, remember he said, remember he said he, afterward, thanks for not asking what two, it was. two depth of questions. Right. In two I didn't know that. Yeah. He's, he's Chung Chi? He's not him. I but, don't know what Chung Chi is. Uh, he's a Marvel character. Oh. He's but Asian, he's, I'm kidding. He's, yeah. He's in, he's in that movie. And that's why, I remember when Ronnie was talking about how they just put him up at a hotel for a month? Yeah. Because that's it's Marvel. They can do... Yeah, he said that people were really nice to him because exactly. he was filming something for 10 days. Yeah. And they said, we'll just stay for the whole summer. Just stay. We have. Is it racist for me to say he'd be a great Chung Chi, even though I don't know what Chung Chi looks yeah, like? It okay. would be. Is it? Yeah. I think he'd be great at it. I think Ronnie would be amazing at it. And I think if I, he's not, he'd be really good he like, pl- he plays with him. He plays a dick really well. He could be Does in the he, audience. Oh, yeah. He could, he could side. He's his, not. No. But he's great he at. He can do smug. He can really. S- strong. And he was, when I saved his wife. I remember that. Uh, when I saved his wife, he was super nice about it. He, yeah. he didn't come off as a dick at all. Yeah. And not a lot of guys would do that. A lot of guys, you save their wives and are like, thanks a lot. Yeah. I was yeah. almost out. Right. It's about tone. <laughs> you don't realize how important tone is. <laughs> I used to do, that's a joke I would do like in New York. Like you can never tell somebody say something, but you can't tell if it's nice or not. You're like, right. hey, nice shirt. <laughs> oh. Do you oh. like it or don't you? What do we got going on here with the shirt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. So, yeah. uh, well, New York's where uh, saying horrible things to someone as a compliment had to start. Nice shirt. Fuck you. That's like ah, we're buddies. Yeah, it's, we're pals. it's like the craziest thing that they say. Ah, hey, you fuck off. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> oh everybody is. E. Hey, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny, how you doing? Hey. What are you doing over there? How you doing, you cocksucker? Oh, I had, I got to. I had to read for. Uh, we're kind of batting around. Here. You're doing it. It's your show. Bouncing. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Do you have a list today? Uh, I do. It's a very deep list. <laughs> I make lists. I make lists. I'm, I'm, f- I'm funny, am I? <laughs> um, no, no list today. Okay. No. Well, what's the list then? This is last week's list. We can oh, we do last week's show list. Again? We can okay. do the same show again. It was a good one. So sure. <laughs> Why try to recreate that? Uh, do you think Rogan, Joe Rogan? Uh, do you think uh, you know this whole deal with Spotify? Do you think he knows that he's uh, got? Uh, he if goes you, into a meeting room. 
What the <laughs> fuck, man? It's fucking nuts. Let's take it off. <laughs> what were you going to say? You don't know. You said something about us jumping around. No, I was just... I, They're terrible at this. Oh, yeah. I don't pay, segues. Listen, you, you, you gotta, I don't even help. pay attention to anything I say. I'll, I'll, no, no, you, no. Think, you think it's bad when you don't pay attention to the guest? I don't pay attention <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Let me help you. How, what, how, what are your feelings? I've been... We went My feelings on what? On just generally. No. What are your feelings Solid. about uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Republican candidate for governor? I think it's California. hilarious. I think it's awesome. Is it the best thing that could ever happen? It's worlds colliding. It's like because you all can't, of them. You cannot put um, her in a box. <laughs> I guess oh, you could. Uh, yeah, she, she likes it in there. <laughs> That's her new thing. That sounds like a punchline in a. Yeah. <laughs> in a, a Don't cance- talk about Caitlyn Jenner's box anymore. Cancel culture joke. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. Oh, well, they already. Um, Joy Behar was calling. Uh, her him, yeah, supposedly accidentally. It's the perfect setup for the politically correct world to step in its own traps. I love that this is happening because the whole cancel culture, uh, politically correct movement is now facing a Republican celebrity transsexual and she is oh, not a so amazing hardcore conservative for california she will be yes i agree i was i would always say that when i was in um when i was at mad tv people would like be talking politics and i'd be like i'm kind of so i'm socially to the left do whatever you want right. even though i live probably a little closer to the right. right but i go i don't i'm not gonna i don't even want to take the time to judge somebody right i don't care I, it's the, it, it doesn't matter what i think anyways but fiscally i just don't think we should be paying for everybody else right. all the time it's just, just stop taxing me all the time i'm fine with paying taxes yeah but just telling me and, and when i do pay taxes don't tell me I don't pay enough because I'm tr- trust me I pay enough. I could show you a number that then I would follow the question with is this enough for one guy to kick in? Yeah. For you or do I Because it's more? the super super rich yeah who have all these loopholes and ways to get out of stuff right. but then it's then it becomes ideology because I could say hey tax the super rich I don't care but that's just cuz I'm not in that group. Exactly. And that's what everybody else does is they but just the go I'm not super rich in have uh, abilities they get taxed all year long as they're paying for payroll taxes for the all the people they employ. Right. So it, again, it goes back to that flat taxing. But as far as Caitlin standing on a stage with, if it's going to be Gavin Newsom or whatever, how does he attack her without looking like exactly what he because would frown they, they'll, on? They'll change the rules. The, the, no, rules, the rules will complete. That's what's going to be fun. Yeah. To watch the the goalposts move all over the place. And this is going to be amazing. Caitlin, she's got some of my people. Yeah. I've got some great people that did will, great jobs. Will he come out? And help her? I don't think because she's she's had issues. Yeah, but still, with him. But to rile it up, well, I can make a, I can rile, I can definitely rile, yeah. and quite frankly, I'm probably the best riler there is. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, Mr. President. Because when Caitlin takes over, I'm in, and I'm going to tuck you in, California. <laughs> gonna tuck you. Just like I tuck myself in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It's all so normal, the world. Don't you think, Frank? I think I'm 6'5", 225. Don't I look stunning in my gown? 70 years old. I know. I could never guess it. Well, parts of me are a couple years old. Want to see them? (laughs) Come on, take a gander. Get in there. Get in there. I'm going to grab you, but what what am I grabbing? (laughs) You can find out. Quite frankly. (laughs) 
<laughs> It'll uh, see. That's where I buckle up, Buttercup. Let's go for a ride. Buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> that's the fun part. Is that you can't attack her for. Her, I, I'm dying for this to start like tomorrow. Like to to attack her for when Bruce killed that lady, and then it just all went away with the car and stuff. Yeah, it's I'd, I'd actually forgotten about. Yeah, because it's not her. It's they don't even reference anymore. But can they go after like you did this, this, and this? Because that's exactly what they would cancel if someone else tried to attack Caitlyn Jenner. And and how dare they say they're better for gay this, gay that than her. Or more, uh, you know, I've been a better friend to the... Oh, it's going to be so exciting to watch them stomp around these bear traps and constantly get caught by their own traps. Because a man who decided to become a woman who used to be a superstar Olympian is now standing there going, go ahead. What do you think I can't do? And they love women breaking the glass ceiling, and it's going to take a man to do that. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, though, it won't make sense. None of it. it. But it won't make sense how they frame the arguments, can't and they will it. say all the things that all the super, uh, you know, when the conservative, when the far right people step in it, yeah. they're going to do all that same stuff, but nobody's going to get on them about well, it. Well, she might if she's good, if she's got good people. This is going to be... Look, this is this is everything we wanted from Pacquiao Mayweather. Uh, it's it, it's going to be just fireworks. It's there's, there's nothing about this is going to be bad because the news won't know what to do. Look Fox, at, Fox is going to go crazy for Caitlyn. Th- that's the amazing cats part. and dogs yeah. living together, <laughs> mass hysteria. They're going to finally embrace the transgender community in the loudest way possible. Yeah, but then it's easy because, because, okay, so I'll, I'll give you the argument. Look at what Fox News is doing is what the other side will say. The Fo- if Fox right. News is embracing it, that's what they use for arguments. They use, the, look at the, look who's embracing this. You can't trust them. You can't be on their side. That's the way they work. But Fox long. will spin it and go, really? You're against a transgender woman? You think she can't do this? Right. It's, again, it's going to be great. That's why identity politics suck, and I just want the best person and the person. It, oh, I want the best fight going into it. I don't really care. I don't think they do much. First, we had a Terminator. Now, a Transformer, Frank. <laughs> Transformer. <laughs> Autobots, roll out. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got excited when it actually happened. Toledo and I ordered. Uh, yard signs, Caitlin for governor. No. I spent $330. In, in Arizona? Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to stuff them in my front yard. I'm going to put them in my gay neighbor's front yard. I'm going to have the T-shirts. We got hats, T-shirts. T-shirts, hats, everything. Yeah, I'm in. I'm all that in for That would be all a donation, John. Yeah, for Caitlin's campaign to make this the loopiest thing I've ever watched. Not only that, like she could have a national campaign for of California course. governor. Yes. Because, it's everything I hate about politics. Yeah. The only thing missing is that she's not black. Because then the then the left would be like, ah, what do we do? They can't fight her. They can't do it. She's everything they stood for. They were going to cancel Brett Favre for not clapping hard enough at the ESPYs for Caitlyn. Right. And now they have to go after her to win. Oh, it's it's get your popcorn. This is going to be fantastic. Be and I don't care what the politics are. People listening, like, you can't have this. Put that all away. Show up for the for the. This is Kong. And uh, Godzilla. This is the fun thing. Just let the fight happen and go, okay, these are neat special effects. Don't give me a story. I don't care. I don't think Caitlyn Jenner's politics are that important. I certainly don't think Gavin Newsom's been that great. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff. It's the freak show. We've all been sitting here thinking, am I too old? Is it me? Am I a get-off-the-lawn guy now? But then I talk to people in their early 30s going, I don't know what's going on. Nobody knows. We all feel it. it. 
So now this thing's this, the freak show that has become society is now this, and we get to sit back and watch the first round, and it's going to be hilarious. And I can't wait. Yeah, that I can't. O.J. Simpson is like the <laughs> voice of reason in a lot of situations now. And the who world. did he come out and talk to? Oh, he talked about. Well, uh, hello, Twitter world. How you doing? <laughs> it's yours truly, O.J. Hey, I wanted to comment on that stabbing video in Columbus. I'm like, oh my god, no. Well, I've got some takes. That you may or may not agree with. Why does he laugh in the worst moments? Because he doesn't have worst moments. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, there's a girl about to stab another girl. And as we all know, sometimes a woman deserves a good stab. <laughs> but we have, we have to move forward from that and understand that the police aren't all bad, even the ones that try to frame me for murder. It's the funniest thing in the world. And you sit and watch OJ and go, what, what in the world's happening? OJ Simpson's Twitter makes more sense to me. In a lot of cases where I want it to be funny, and I'm like, he shouldn't be commenting on stabbings. Right. Never, ever have a take on stabbing. No. He was right. He's got to have some of the... His balls have to be bigger than his head. He's he's the champion of the largest middle finger towards society that I've ever seen without actually throwing it. Well, watch this. I'll start a social media page. (laughs) How many followers does he have? It's a good... And all of the comments... All of the comments are awful directed at him nobody's like hey juice you know glad you found your you know your path and all that nothing it's all jokes about ron and 904 thousand he almost has a million he almost followers. has a million how many do you have half that yeah and that's sad not even half that. and if i had a twitter page he'd be the first one i'd click on because it's the absurdities the life's absurdities are just a spot they're flying at us and oj talking about a stabbing in any context at all and making sense. You would think he wouldn't even Don't bring up that word it. ever. No, ever. He would not never, get near it. Yeah, what are the things OJ can't do anymore? He can't go to like uh, the teppanyaki restaurants. <laughs> Just can't be around that much of it. Because you know if he's sitting in a table of eight, we're going to have a teppanyaki. Oh, that's a big knife. <laughs> and everybody be like, oh, no, OJ's here. And the guy's got to, oh, don't drop knife. OJ get it, right? Huh? Well, <laughs> be crazy. But I don't know everybody around here probably knows I would kill you. <laughs> can't go anywhere with a glove. Can't go to can't a baseball go... game. No, you can't. That's a nice glove. Hey, he's wearing a he's wearing a glove I would wear if people still invited me to celebrity softball games and such. <laughs> yeah, the backyards. Um, he couldn't be like we're having a garden party. We just sit on the front patio. No, you're not invited. Uh, Ford op- dealership openings not happening. Nothing. <laughs> yep. The all new Bronco. Nope. Never at a guest house? No, he can't be in guest houses. Uh-uh. He can't chip golf balls in a front yard anymore because you'd assume night four was terrifying. Mm. Yeah, he can't do much of anything without... Can't I, give blood? Wow. He can't. Oh, he can't. Not his own. I'll give someone else's blood a try. <laughs> he couldn't be a nurse then. <laughs> right. We're going to yeah. take your blood. What, what would you do like, like on the beach and you started like choke to death or something? And, and OJ's there. OJ, I'm here. Don't worry about it. I know how to. I, know, I can fix this. <laughs> mouth to mouth with OJ, and then you owed OJ your life. Best sitcom ever. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like George Costanza and the yeah, uh, the Butler, the Butler yeah, idea. That except for it's OJ. OJ yeah. saves your life, and then for there on, oh, you uh, have to nobody do would do that show, but that's a it's great, brilliant. great show. <laughs> and Donald Trump is who he saves his life. So it's Trump. No, and it's got to be a regular person. OJ saves a regular person. They have right. to go out. Yeah, because they Trump could get. I could figure out ways to go yeah, out. That's of true. This. That's you true. need 
it's somebody who has to continuously get into bad situations. And OJ's. It's got to have, yeah, and it's got to have a lot of threes company type innuendo, somebody listening through the door and hearing the thing a little bit off. Right. Something's a little bit wrong. OJ calls you and needs a favor. And I mean, he saved your life. Yeah, you hear something. Got to show up. Yeah, something about a slice. (laughs) But he's playing tennis. But you think he's. (laughs) OJ. It was neck and neck. Yeah. You know, I O O J is the name. I O J. I O. No, maybe I O J. I O J just sounds like bad English. That would be like I O J. Like he's trying to explain. Yeah, I O J. And I O W E. I O the juice. Juice. Oh, the juice. The juice. Because it's Italian too. The juice. You got the juice on top of it all. Juice. But you—that's a great concept for a show. And if somebody had the guts, if, if you know who the only person who has the balls to do this, OJ Simpson, he's the only one that would. Actually I think Trump could. Have, I've got a new network. Oh. I've got a tremendous network, and the first show we're rolling out, we've got a tremendous PR stunt planned: a, a Ford Bronco on a freeway. I've got Al Michaels ready, Howard Stern. What you're doing is the greatest idea ever, which would be the press conference. For the new Trump network, where you don't know why, but Donald Trump and O.J. Simpson are sitting at a table together. And O.J. hasn't said a word yet. (laughs) And you don't even know it's a network yet. But Trump introduces what he's about to do. And then the big star of his, the linchpin, the cornerstone of the network, (laughs) I.O.O.J. That's me and Marklin Baker. And uh, he collapses and I save his life. And his family says, you owe that man. I didn't really know who I am. And then uh, I have some things happening day to day, and I need my friend Mark because he's the only one that owes me. We also have a tremendous makeover show hosted by Kevin Spacey. (laughs) (laughs) We did something like this a long time ago called the Shame Network, where we just take all these people that were terrifying. But we never had the idea of IOOJ, which is the greatest 30 minutes. There's got to be a Cosby show. The Cosby. The Cosby. Just the the Cosby Cosby show. (laughs) Now. Right. Where all the other prisoners go to him and say, man, I need help. See, Theo. My name's not Theo, man. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> but you don't understand. Where are you? Over there? Over there? I don't see so good. I think I feel like his show would be more of a prescription, like he's oh, giving medical he's advice. He's a pharmacist. And then, okay, he's a pharmacist. <laughs> yes, yes. You put him in a role that's just so uncomfortable for America to watch. And then, you see, you come to the counter <laughs> and I uh, give you the pills. Do you, do you you need the pills? Do you need me to tell you what to do with them? Mine's well, pretty self-explanatory. I only needed one bottle. You've given me 15. You see, what you do is mix this with you that. Take the pill from the big pill bottle, put it in the little pill bottle, and then you mix them up. Oh, Bill Cosby. MD. That would explain why the pharmacist is taking so much time back there. <laughs> He's yeah. mixing his... Because um, if, you, if I could save time in the bottle... <laughs> the first thing that I'd like to do is to save every day. That's the theme to the song. I'm in a bottle because <laughs> you erased. Which it. could also name of the show be OJ's. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah, this is a good network. I enjoy this, and I have such a wasted OJ impression. Like nobody seems to want it for anything. I think it's making a comeback. Yeah, I'm proud of it. I use it a lot. Yeah. I use it a lot. Because he's there. He shouldn't even be there. He shouldn't he's be there. out there. Yeah. That's where your argument always comes in. There's no more gatekeepers. So right. you, you storm the castle, and now the gates have fallen, and guys like OJ don't disappear like decent people <laughs> used to. The shame of, of that 
in your life, you used to disappear. Like Roman Polanski, like the shame of his world created him. Like he moved away. But the only people that fight for him are like odd Hollywood people. Crazy Hollywood people. And he'll still make movies now. And he's not allowed in the United States. And he's like, okay, I'll disappear. Nobody does the okay, I'll disappear anymore. Like even LeBron James the other day with that whole thing where he got in trouble. He, his, one of his hashtags was accountability. He took down his own post and said it's everyone else's fault. It's like, are you kidding yeah, me? I, we all I, know I, about LeBron. The, I, one of the best I saw was uh, Marcellus Wiley on Speak for Yourself. If you haven't seen him, take a look at that. Um, that's, what he said about LeBron? Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he basically said everything everybody's been thinking. You, yeah. w- w- what are you doing? Yeah, you you didn't know anything about what you were talking about. Don't come out. You have too big of a platform to go out there and talk about something you don't know. Yeah. Emotion can't, for lack of a better word, trump right. logic and understanding. If you can come out and say something after you have some details, but if yeah. you have fifty million followers, don't do it. Don't. You don't. You, well, what's even more? And the, and the words "you're next." You, oh, brutally means too many things. And also, the problem I had was the hashtag, like "you're next." The cop who did his job, essentially. I don't care what anybody says about that. You can come after me all day long. The guy did his job, or somebody somebody would have died either way, the innocent one or the guilty one. And then you watch that whole thing, and the police are getting such a beating. In certain cases, they should, but not all of them. And then, he, and then he puts hashtag accountability next to your next and then takes it off his page when people are like, what would you take it down for? He's like, oh, too many people use my post for bad. Instead of hashtag accountability saying, I overreacted, I'm wrong, right. I'm sorry. That's all that he should have done. And he, he went out and told everybody else, you suck. You're the ones who messed up my cool thing. And that's I've never been a LeBron fan because he's, he's not for what he says he's I, I, don't, I don't like anybody – Listen, it's Hollywood, it's sports, it's everything, and it's the problem I have, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I can't come on here, and I don't mind hearing your opinion, but don't tell everybody else that their opinion is wrong. Right. Right. That's to tell people how bad they are constantly because they don't think the way you do. Right. And in a way, it's hard not to. Like even saying that, we're telling LeBron, but his wasn't an opinion, it was an assertion. And that's where people lose the nuance of words. It's like, that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. Like, ah, he made an assertion. He made an assumption to an end, not an opinion. An opinion would be, I think this man is wrong and something needs to be done. Yeah. That's an opinion. Your next hashtag accountability is an assertion. And that's threatening and dangerous and everything else. And then to, when he pulled it down and wouldn't even take, wouldn't even man up. Like, that's what he's always like. We'd be a man and all that. Wouldn't even man up and say, I made a mistake. That was out of line. I still dis- – and he could do it. I still think that guy needs to be punished, but what I did was really wrong. That would have been something like, good for you, man, because I get the emotion side, but the fact when uh, – Lars Ulrich of Metallica, they put out an album called St. Anger years ago, and every Metallica fan, every rock fan hated it. And he had the nerve afterwards to come on and go, it's your fault. You guys didn't listen to it right. And it's – no, it isn't. It's just sometimes you just have to think your fans didn't – it didn't resonate with them. You can still love your album. But it didn't resonate with you. You can still think your opinion's right. Your approach was terrible. And that's what LeBron would crush somebody if you put up, if, if anybody put up a picture of that girl that was stabbing the other one and said, I'm glad. Hashtag accountability. LeBron would destroy them. And that's what you that's have to That's why have. I refuse to just put people on pedestals. I don't, yeah. I don't care what any Hollywood person, I don't care what any athlete thinks. Right. I, I, I shouldn't say I don't care what they think. I, it's fine to hear what they think, 
but I'm not elevating them above no. somebody who's uh, been out there fighting. I mean, if somebody who's right. fighting every day with nothing. With, yeah. It's with no leverage or platform. Right. Yeah. No, I, I always think that to me, it's the how many times does how many times when a celebrity is correct with their assumption does it matter? It's, we only remember the times when they step in it or goof up. But I can't tell – I cannot tell another person uh, how to live their life because I don't live a normal life. No. And I don't live the life that LeBron James lives. I don't live the life that even Matt Damon or uh, Tom Hanks, right. any superstar. We can't even fathom the level of free stuff they get even in even in <laughs> That's Instagram the first thing you think of all the free things they get absolutely right, because absolutely it changes right. your life it does because you don't understand what it's like to have to to work for something right like you might work hard but people just take what you say as truth yeah which is so stupid to yeah. me like don't don't like people would ask me and i talked to kimmel about this years ago you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, people would ask me what I thought for my picks, you know, they, to gamble. They would gamble right. there. I go, we're just making shit up. <laughs> right. We're goofing. We're, we're, we're yeah. doing this. And there, Fox is hoping, hoping we're either really right or really wrong. So you can either bet with us yeah. or bet against us. The worst thing you could just do in the was middle. middle. Yeah. They don't the want you in the thing. middle. Yeah. They just don't want you in the middle. That's boring. Because it's like, oh, 100%. Yeah. So, but people think because you're on TV saying something that suddenly you're an expert. No, 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 no. It's not even What's close to What's worse to me is the people who are on TV, no matter what, football, sports, entertainment, uh, they now think they're more important because right. they're in that echo chamber of social media that constantly tells them, I agree with all the things you say. So they, when they do- And I don't even think people always agree. No, but the They ones- just say it so they can get a, a, a reply back from right. you. So the fourth wall's down. You used to not be able to talk to your heroes. Now they'll fire back at you. So, or they'll just delete you if they don't like what you said. Just yeah, I'll get I'm rid of this delete. guy. I know you're, and you know what? You're right too, because most of the time when you've deleted people, it's because they're trying to troll you or they're trying to create something out of something you said that wasn't there. You're, you're in it for the laughs. I've I known you long enough to know that you're not going to post anything to try to change the thinking of someone else. You're goofing. Yeah, I, but I don't. I don't care. Listen, that's why on this podcast we'll talk about some things that I care about because you came to listen to the podcast, right? And I'm not going to tell you that when you're on the other side of something that you're a fucking moron. No, no, it's not like I, I just go. I disagree unless you're a fucking moron Hell. because those people do expose themselves and they listen a lot, very carefully. Uh, they listen every word. But yeah, I, I look. I'm the same way. I just don't care. I, you're trying to make me care too much about things I really don't get fired up about and eventually you're not fired up about the thing you're talking about you're fired up at the person that's mad at you so then you end up fighting individually like what are we doing like two people standing here in tempe arizona are gonna make a big difference just because we had it out until we changed the other guy's mind it doesn't matter you know what's interesting i'm looking forward to ask actually hearing there's a transgender woman who listens to this no 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 that listens to this Show uh, Toledo. Have you ever seen the, the tweets? Um, yeah, she shares our stuff a lot. Yeah, a she ton. Does? Uh, Chamberlain, Sasha Ch- Chamberlain. Wow. I'm uh, interesting to hear what she thinks on this. Um, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner stuff. It, it's going to be definitely hard for that group of people to understand the Republican well, that, person. No, not always, because them. some of them are. Because it's very you're, true. You you are generalizing there. I think people get. I think the same thing happens. 
in that world that everybody gets put into the same category. Like I saw something. Um, what's his the uh, What's his name? Mister Sulu from Star Trek. What's his name? Oh, George Takai. Takai. Uh, yeah, the San Francisco. Ooh. Hello, young so, man. Uh, but he said uh, uh, a transgender person voting for Caitlyn Jenner would be like a black person voting for Candace Owens. Yeah. It's like, well, there are plenty of people. There are plenty of black right. people. I know some that like everything that Candace Owens has to say. Right. I mean, and I, I, I listen to some of the stuff. I go, ah, you're looking for a fight on some of this right. stuff. But some, you know, people can. People don't have to be right on every single thing or wrong in every single thing. I can look at somebody and listen to somebody and say, hey, I disagree with you on a ton of stuff, but I agree with you on this. Right. Now, that's where they could never do that with Trump. I, I mean, I've been watching Bill Maher lately, and I'm going, Me too. I am on, I'm on, I can't believe he I'm on be board with so much with Bill Maher. The, uh, the uh, you know, cancel culture thing and all the stuff he's talking about. And he's been the only one who's turned and said, look, if we're going to bash him for this, we got to bash ourselves for that. And I'm, I got to give him huge props I, and all that stuff. Because I don't, I don't agree with him politically at all, but he, his writers are fantastic. And even if you disagree, you, yeah, that's the difference, I think, between a lot of, like, the middle. Like, most of us can sit and watch someone we disagree with and recognize that's funny. Like, Bill Maher does some stuff that's like, like, it goes against my belief on whatever the topic is, but I'm like, that's really funny. That's really well written. Like, the, the, especially this new rules thing at the end, I'm like, it's been, been brilliant. But you don't have to agree with everybody. To, to it's, it's just stupid. We've gotten into this tribal thing. But you're right, I did kind of lump that whole thing in like if you're a transgender you're prop but you are probably because we're told the reason yeah. you did is yeah. because we're told so much yeah. that people the people who are a certain way think a certain way right and i think that's totally unfair because what happens is that's people being categorized um based on uh you know who they are again right. it's it, yeah. and instead of letting people just freely think but you get caught up in that you yeah. go okay i don't want to offend this group but you realize this group right might run the gamut on totally different yeah. not everybody is the same no fully developed human being has just one thing representing an all-encompassing thought process and yeah. i guess that's you know you're right you think of a transgender you're like okay they fall into this category that's easy for me to categorize, it's easy for everyone, and I yeah, think that's what the media because we fall into out. it. It's so yeah. easy to. Yeah. Did you look up who, who that was? Sasha Chamberlain D. Is that? Yep, that's, that's who it, it is. That's her. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't know if she just came to like out of famous from, person or like no, she's just, just a, a she's just a listener. I don't know oh, if she she's came, local. Is she from KUPD? So maybe she came. No, I don't think she's from KUPD. She's from Peoria. Um, her bio says trans, uh, techno sexual, sexual comedy nerd. Ooh. And she loves comedy. Technosexual. What's that? I don't know, but we're going to find out because she's getting talked about a ton on the show. Heck yeah, but I'm, I, I'm only interested in technosexual. Like she had mm. her genitals permanently mm. digitally mo- removed, and they're just now pixelated. <laughs> oh, I was, th- I was thinking there, there was a beat. Yeah, she <laughs> she wants maybe a dance clip down there now. <laughs> Mine was terrible, but when it was together, yeah, it wasn't was actually pretty good. It sounds. I kept going into like a rap thing, and you got you hit techno, and then mine was like a, a, a harmonizing beat. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah, well, whatever we. I think we just came up with a new techno sexual dance craze. Yeah. I just don't know what techno sexual is, but I think it's Japanese porn. I, I, get, fi- I get frustrated when they they blot out the Jennies. <laughs> What the hell? It's 2021, Japan. You guys practically invented this. Why are we blotting out those? 
Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've never understood that. And it gets real disappointing. Yeah, especially because it's the internet. It's like, okay, if I turn the channel here, you guys are going to be drastically behind the times. Because if I just go one click over, well, here's the genitals I've been searching for. Here's the <laughs> Said Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the genitals you're searching for. These aren't the genitals we need. <laughs> Sorry, it's my new Star Wars. Technosexual Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I just thought new. What's title? Job of the butt. <laughs> oh yeah, they're out there. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth telling Frank about Obi Wan Kenobi? No, not yet. Okay. We'll get into that later. We because well, De Niro was supposedly uh, in the news. Or, oh, I guess I'm doing it. De Niro was in the news earlier this week about um, he's had to take a hundred jobs that he wouldn't have taken because his wife's just draining him three hundred seventy five thousand a month. Just like, for this, for money, for for uh, former yeah. wife. Yeah, or, well, I don't know if she's yeah, spousal support. Spousal supports. Him. I got to pay a lot. Yeah. So we, we were money. like, he needs to do like a blockbuster, and uh, an Italian Star Wars based on Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. As a name I haven't heard for a while, right there, old Ben. <laughs> ben Kenobi. <laughs> You're old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Use the force. <laughs> Luca. And then you roll up. Use the force, Luca Brasi. <laughs> Luca Brasi. Oh, I'm using the force. It ain't working. <laughs> Gotta try harder. Use that force harder. And then you go out to the sand people. What the fuck do you guys want? We're working. It, oh, take it easy. You come to me from Dagobah. You come Dagobah. To me, you come to ah! me from Dagobah. <laughs> in the middle of this swampy region. Yeah. Put me in a backpack and put me on your back and run around. Luca. Stand here in my office and cry like a Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> Jawa's a great word. Jawa. 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 This is, look at, look at my Jawa. Here's my Jawa. You combo him up, though. You know. He's not happy. <laughs> Tara. Jawas. I killed the women and the children. Oh, I, I, yeah, but Obi, uh, uh, Obi Wan. Bring me Solo! <laughs> Scorsese Star Wars. Now it's going to be everything now, but because De Niro needs cash, he'll do anything at this point. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've, I've, but a blockbuster. It's and funny because I thought about making a bunch of different uh, Scorseseing other movies. Oh, yeah. Scorsese Star Wars might be better. Than I, I wanted to do like Scorsese, Scorsese Avengers. Oh, you know? that I did Pacino as uh, Tony Stark, and I am. Iron Man. <laughs> I would yeah, see this works. You got to get the makeup in on it, but you can I am it. inevitable. <laughs> and I am fucking Iron Man. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, that would be I tell you, did you fuck Peppa Potts? <laughs> did you fuck her? The uh yeah, Joe Pesci's Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? You fucking. It works. Okay, 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 okay. It yeah. works. But yeah, so, but it's sad that great actors like De Niro and stuff are like doing Bad Grandpa 2 and everything else. And Was he out. in that? Oh, he's been in all those grandpa movies. Like the Bo Winkle. Yeah, he did Bo Winkle. We weren't sure. Boris Badenoff. That was when we started wondering about Robert. Well, he start, He was really funny in Analyze This, right? Yeah. So he said, I do comedy. It yeah. was kind of like Liam Neeson. Yeah. I do comedy. Then he did Analyze That, and you're like, hmm, okay. Yeah, who knew it was going to go like this? I, yeah. I thought we had two in a row. Good one. The second one, not so good. Listen, we couldn't get Andre the Giant. Ah, he tried. But then the, uh, yeah, and then it all started to get like the intern with uh, Anne Hathaway, and you're like, why is he in that? It's not like 
there's no need for Robert De Niro in this. And right. Then, and then it started, oh, I see, he's broke. How is he broke? I am in The Conjuring now. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> uh, I am also a uh, professor in the Harry Potter prequel. <laughs> oh, hey, would he be interested in doing television? Because I have a great idea. I could save Robert De Niro's career, and then he'd owe me. He'd be his agent. I, I, oh. OJ. <laughs> and everybody asking, Robert, what are you doing? Why do you why do you hang around with OJ Simpson? Well, I uh, you know, I had some issues with my former wife. Still. She yeah, but OJ has a way of getting away from uh, women. Tell you what, we'll get you out of this if you just follow me, Bobby. Can you <laughs> can you help me sever this relationship? I'm pain houses. I can do that. I will sever some things for you. I don't think that happened. I thought maybe you missed it, but no, you brought it back. You brought around. it back. I saw it like going around the back way. Always regretting the green is what I call that. Just go right around the other road, get in the back. Get some uh, Ferragamo shoes. You're going to like these. They're not going to fit, but just keep them in your closet. In case somebody asks you whatever you do, they're yours. I just had a new concept. Oh, no. Lou Ferrigno shoes. <laughs> don't. Because <laughs> I have one. No, I'm not doing it. No, and I told, I told, uh, I'm no. not doing don't it. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Why? We can't offend anybody. They can't hear us. No. <laughs> I told you you came to a show of mine once, right? What? Is that all you heard? Lou. What? No, he left. Well, yeah, he don't understand. Impressions aren't going to impress him. It makes sense either, but I thought I'd hear the music as he transformed back into Bill Bixby. <laughs> Impressions don't translate when somebody is doing the Matai language. He came to see me, man. I don't know. He knew it is. He came to see you. See. Right. That's I'm all very he physical. Doing. Yeah. You are very physical. Yeah. Is that Kermit? What's he doing? <laughs> I think that's Kermit. It's not easy being green. <laughs> Shh, Lou, let him go. Kermit thing my theme song. And I never call If somebody famous was in a show, I never did it. But with Lou Ferrigno, I did. And then the PR person was still there. And she <laughs> And then I told the band to play the... Lou Ferrigno walked out on your show. Sadly. He was tired, she said. <laughs> of you. He was tired. <laughs> late. That's... It's late. He was from the East Coast. The greatest Frank Caliendo story I've ever heard. No, there are probably, the some, Ferrigno others there are probably some others I haven't told. Took the time to show up and then go, I'm no, done not here. Not good enough. And you'll get it. I don't get it. <laughs> What's happening? He's a great impressionist. What did you want? Why would you take me to that? <laughs> he had to tell somebody took him. He didn't go to your. No, club. he's a huge fan. No, somebody he's just took tired. Him. What's he doing? He was signing autographs. Sometimes that guy looks like George Bush, but I hope. Why did you bring me here? It's like on the Good Place when they're like an impressionist. Did you ever see that thing about me? Uh-uh. Like, oh yeah, you the, told me the. But the reason I found out nobody ever told me about it is because they made fun of me for being fat. Like it was all, he's like, hey, you want to see fat George Bush? Here's fat Al Pacino. I'm like, well, it's so true. It's just sad. Oh, God. What I wouldn't, if I had a time machine, I used to be go back and kill baby Hitler. Now it's just sitting at the table next to Lou Ferrigno to hear how many times he goes, can we go? <laughs> Give it five more minutes, Lou. Please, kind. I didn't know you were bringing me to that. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I want to go home. You're too big. People will notice if you leave. I don't care. <laughs> Some guy's signing at him the whole time. Stop it. You're being a baby. I'm being a baby. I'm born. I'm the Hulk. I'm tired. I want to go home. I've been signing autographs. 
Signed, signing autographs. Oh, he uh, no, he literally, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, why, why? That is the greatest yeah. concept story I've ever heard. That you had, and then in the middle of it, you're like, "I'll, I'll bring him up," and he'd already not bring him up to say hello. <laughs> and nobody could have lied. Couldn't there have been somebody? <laughs> like nobody knows. It's dark. This is the best ever. You didn't see Lou Ferrigno leave your show. At I'm all. very like, focused <laughs> on my material. <laughs> Do you remember in the, what, what you were in the middle of when you decided to try no, to include him? It was Come near on. the end of the show. Oh. Like all they, that's what they always do in Vegas. He left. <laughs> Did they say it out loud like people noticed, but you didn't? He left. Or was it? It, it took a little while because nobody said anything. Oh. And I was like, I, I, and in my head, I went, oh, God, he left. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't. He's gone. And it's like, and I said, I was honest. I was like, "This is why I never do it because any famous person is ever going to see Please. never stays the whole time." <laughs> I'm enjoying this too much. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. It isn't that he left your Probably show. Probably why it's I've that... never told you the story before. No, it shouldn't hurt your feelings. Oh, I don't. He couldn't hear you. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Who would bring him to this? It just he doesn't could, make yeah, sense. Listen, he, I think he can hear more than you think. Not to the quality of what well, you, any other comedian, like you go see Bill Burr, it makes sense. But you. Because he's yelling? Well, there's some of that. But it, it, there's no like moments where he has to really tune in and hear the subtleties of what you're I've doing. had deaf people say they love my show before. No, they not. like it more than the people that can hear. I was going to say, that's the only reason you've done deaf audiences before. <laughs> you've had people say, God, your show made me wish I was deaf. I've, I've loved watching. <laughs> people sign and try and do my show when they're signing no you don't oh yeah that's yeah. not real oh it's no that's people that's, sign language impressions uh yes uh when you do corporate events well that's ridiculous uh, absolutely because yeah. i'm because like, i'll start talking to them yeah. and they're trying to do the bush face yeah while you know doing the trump you know what's never happened huge head no offense to you nobody's ever gone that's never been a thing nobody nobody deaf knows your stuff. They do because mm-hmm. I'm so good at the facial expressions. <laughs> the faces are good, Frank. Yeah, the faces. You're very good at what you do. Listen, I'm not taking let, away from you. Me, There's a group of people that do not get it based on a thing. <laughs> Those people are called <laughs> members of the world. <laughs> Earthlings? Yeah. <laughs> we have a name for them. Too. No, no, no. Because I was just trying to think it. Like so much of my stuff, people are always like, are you going to come to um, England? No. Oh, yeah, no. No. Because they did. Hey, here's a guy who uh, speaks in Cockney. <laughs> boom. Do we say boom or do we say uh, whoop? Here's my impression of uh, Prince Philip's last words. <laughs> what color's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> you know it was him, right? Everybody's protected, but he was the one that was known to be racist. Oh, really? So I guarantee you his last words on that death. One last thing before I go. Oh. What is it, Dad? Please tell us what it is. It's probably very important what you're about to say. It is. <clears throat> What color's the baby? Oh, to boop, he's gone. And then kicks the bucket, like in, uh, <laughs> literally kicks the, was it, is that, it's a madman? The mad royal man? bucket. Clink. What was that? Right, I knew it would happen this way. It's bad news. <laughs> Wasn't it's a mad, that. mad, mad, mad world? It was the one with Kevin Pollock that was like it. The million dollar mystery. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. Is Got a bunch of comedians. Trees? Or is that was mad, mad, mad world? They had the four cross palm trees. Yeah. And that was where the treasure was. Right. I don't know. Either way, Lou Ferrigno did not go to your show on his own volition. Someone he came again. He came to another show. Lies. Yes. Lies. Completely. Tell me this lie. Just and trying to no. finish it. No, just trying finish to finish your just lie. In the show. <laughs> oh, damn, another time when I'm not Brought Kevin James. <laughs> He's shorter than I thought. Just like I said earlier in the show. 
bringing it around. That's what you do. That's why you're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> the best story you've ever told. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell it every – actually, it's the best story you've ever said that I then told my way. <laughs> my brain made it better for me than anybody else. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought you had it. I, I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Well, I don't disagree with you. No. When you say that about me. Oh, when you fix when you fix It me. wasn't fixing. It was just a great story you were telling. Yeah. I'd like to think of it as legendary. All right. All right. Very w- well done, Frank. We almost did a show and a half worth. So, How much is that? That was very quick. I enjoyed that. It's a, it was over an hour. I think I'm also getting a sty. It developed as we were going. My eye hurts. <laughs> I believe it's your fault, so call your lawyers. <laughs> I'll get this fixed for you, Frank. Don't worry. You'll be out of your hair. All right. Um, I'm done. I am, too. I've wrapped it up. All done. <laughs> I'm leaving like Lou Ferrigno yeah. in Vegas <laughs> at my no, show. Ain't they boring? Hey, Lou, have you heard Frank's new podcast? Really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. I'm listening. I'm 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 uh, excited to hear what uh, Sasha Chamberlain D has to say because and I'm, techno sexuality is something I'm going to look up immediately when this is over. Nice. All right. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.